Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. On this last day of October, I want to take a pause and just reflect on how this fall season has been the title of this podcast is faded dreams and what sparked that title was I was a little bit discouraged as I had shared in the previous episode of medical moms and Nikki podcast that my oldest son Jaleel he was recently diagnosed with autism level three help and trying to process that on having multiple children under six is very difficult and so I just wanted to take time and you may hear my daughter in the background as she gives me so much inspiration that I am doing all I can do for my three little ones with my husband by my side but Faded Dreams this song popped up on my iTunes and it was by an artist I believe her name is Madison, and she really spoke to me with the lyrics because it made me realize that in this medical mom of NICU journey, for those who are listening, this is a community where you can be supported by NICU parenting life as well as after NICU and just dealing with supporting yourself through the medical challenges that come up spontaneously. And so Faded Dreams is a podcast that I wanted to dwell upon because when you have a medical diagnosis, it can be very challenging because as parents, we have this vision for our child, each child that we are blessed with and where we want them to go educationally, professionally, and just in this life academically and the list can go on active active groups that we want them to participate in and when you have something like a developmental disability that changes the trajectory of what your child may be able and willing to do Now, that doesn't dismiss what they can do with this new diagnosis, but it may take time or it may not happen. And so you have to grieve that, grieve that opportunity of seeing your child differently than what you saw them originally. And to be honest, it's been hard to process that 
more so now than ever because for those who do not know, my son was in the hospital for six months in two NICUs and he was born with chronic kidney disease stage five, which is the worst of the worst kidney disease. And not only that, he had to deal with two years of dialysis and had to go through the process of working up for a kidney transplant. And then once we got the life-saving transplant from God and medicine collaborating, then shortly after that, my son developed a nasty virus, EBV, that transferred to a rare form of cancer in his liver. But thank God he is cancer-free a year later. And so we just got to a place at five years old and four years old to get him to a place where he could go to school. And I thought in my mind as a mother that once I put my son in school, he would naturally catch up. Now, it might be unrealistic knowing his medical history, but I still had hope. And having a new diagnosis like autism is a developmental disability. It can change that. And what I really thank God for is that the that I'm able to know when my son needs extra help. And when I was going through medical challenges with him, I didn't get to hear my son say, Mama. I didn't get to hear, I love you, Mama. And so I was already grieving, even though I was supporting my son through all the challenges, grieving those words that you normally would hear your child say at a certain age. And to go throughout those medical challenges and not hear those basic words, but also feel his presence of putting his hand on my lap or putting his head on my lap. And that was my version of him saying, I love you. And I had to find that ray of hope that he was not verbally communicating his affection for me. And it may not have been directly the way I desired from him, but it is happening in a different way and being open to that process. And so you have these faded dreams. You have these faded dreams of what you want your child to be, do, say, and be involved in. And so you have to, if you're listening and you just got hit with a medical diagnosis that can change your child's journey in this life, be honest with your emotions and feel your sadness, feel your anger, feel your frustration, and feel happy, as my daughter said, because there's so many different... (laughs) And see... I normally don't have her on here, but you should see God is working through her. He's he's working through her. Uh, yesterday, I um had my daughter read a book, and she's three. She just turned three two weeks ago. Her her birthday was two weeks ago, and she turned three. And she's starting to speak more and more. And it took some time because she had a lot of double ear infections. But I was so thankful that she's speaking more because I would need her to reinforce those words to her brothers. Her oldest brother, Jaleel, and her youngest brother, Jabali, who's about to be two. And so her speaking more 
encourages that reinforcement throughout the day when her brothers are with her. But I was crying because yesterday I saw her read the book to her oldest brother and it felt like the roles were reversed. Here is a a little sister reading to her brother because right now he's not able to speak verbally a lot of the words that he wants to say. But it doesn't mean he won't. It just it's going to take some time. But visually, you're just like, wow. This is normal childhood development, and I get to see it with my daughter, and I was desiring to see it with my oldest son, but it didn't happen the way I desired, but it doesn't mean it won't happen. And I want to shout out Camille Joy Robinson, who is an awesome podcaster and mom advocate of autism. She's been advocating for her oldest, oldest, not her oldest, her youngest, her youngest child mason all over the social media platforms and it's been a very touching to see as she shared openly early that her son was autistic five years i believe ago and he was nonverbal for majority of his life and now he's saying words and identifying numbers and and the alphabet and it's just so so beautiful to witness And I know that that is timely because I need to see that because our sons are the same ages and I'm just now walking in this new territory of autism. And so I invite you to check out Moments of Joy podcast as well as to follow on all social media platforms because it's a great resource. I had the opportunity a couple months ago to go to the first Moments of Joy Fest in Denver, Colorado to speak and also be supported by some phenomenal special needs moms like myself and to be able to be surrounded by autistic moms in particular as I knew God was preparing me for this diagnosis in advance and he gave me some sisters that I connected with like Camille Joy and Megan, another phenomenal sister that I met on Clubhouse and some other sisters that just had some type of information about autism. And so I truly believe that God, when he wants to get your attention, he'll do it multiple times if you're not listening the first time. And he'll indicate those, those words over and over again so that when you get hit with the news, it's not like, oh, I didn't know this. It happens because the word autism came up every time I would go out with Jaleel. Someone would be talking about autism. When I was at a festival, there was a lady that was very patient and put Jaleel in a carousel. And she was really, really sweet. And she said she had been available for a family that had an autistic child. And I was just like, wow, that was a year before I got the diagnosis. And so God will show you. He will show you. But you have to grieve. Grieve those faded dreams. Faded dreams. And let God do the work of transforming a new dream for your child. And that dream may blow your mind. It may bring you to tears of joy and say, well, you know what? I'm glad, God, because now that my son is a little bit more special needs in the learning atmosphere, he's capable of more and more talents and more services and resources that the average child would not get in their educational life. And so it could uh, allow him to soar, soar higher than he would have 
And so I try to find the silver lining even in a medical diagnosis like this. But as you can tell, I almost broke down crying with my daughter because you are triggered when you have multiple children. And there's two children in the household that are doing the things that your oldest child is not able to do just yet, but will do eventually. It can cause you to cry because you always want your children to excel, and particularly the oldest first and the second and the third because it's like a it's like an influence hierarchy but I truly believe that God has impacted Jaleel tremendously because he was not even for some doctors not all wasn't meant to live this life because of his medical count complications in the womb when I was carrying him at 20 weeks and so God destined him to live a great life in this atmosphere to influence those that hope is still possible in a hopeless situation. Joy is still possible and sorrow. You can have peace and chaos. You just have to find that spiritual anchor that will keep you grounded in the chaos of this life. And I realized that my son has also touched a greater reach of people. And I just thank my dear sister for giving me that that insight when I was really down with this diagnosis. She said, you know, Tanisha, Jalil is reaching a lot of lives, more lives than we could ever touch because of his medical complexities. And I truly believe that's ministry. That is the ministry that... God has used him for and so even though he may be somewhat delayed from a developmental standpoint he is still impacting lives on a greater scale than his siblings will because of who he is and so I'm taking my time to process everything as you can hear with this podcast but that's the reason why I'm not pretending to be anything other than myself and I love to help Nikki moms, life after Nikki moms, and Nikki moms of medically complex children navigate the medical system with ease with any medical mom tips I have, Nikki resources, as well as medical expert advice, which will be coming once God shows me the green light for that on this podcast, because I know it's going to really jump up the engagement. But... I share what I feel in this moment because I know that God has given me the gift to write. He has given me the gift to speak. And that has been a gift that I've used throughout the years. And I know that now he has transformed my pain into a passion to give others hope, just like I needed hope in a hopeless situation. And so I just want to say, grieve the faded dreams, but also remember that God can move mountains and that those dreams could be faded out but new dreams can transform and come forth and bring so many great achievements and rewards because we are now allowing God to orchestrate our child's life versus us orchestrating their life and what it should be and what it should look like God has always been the one source of giving us this child and lending this child to us. But as far as his or hers 
life and what he or she will do. That's all in the control of God. And so if anything, it's relinquishing our control as parents on this earth that we don't have everything in us. But God will give us the supply to guide us on how to get our child where they need to be in this life to impact in a spiritual way. And so I hope that this message encourages you today, wherever you fall in the process of medical mom of NICU lifestyle, that this message will encourage you that we all have our struggles and shortcomings, but never, never discount your child off of a diagnosis. Never discount him or her capabilities of a diagnosis because just because they can't speak today, tomorrow could bring so many different eyeballing moments of tears because they said their first, second, third, fourth word. Just because they can't walk today does not mean that they won't walk tomorrow. Just because they can't eat today from a spoon or a fork doesn't mean that they won't be able to to eat tomorrow. And I have to say that because my son is G-tube dependent. But I'm trusting God that he will get off the G-tube next year because I'm going to be working on weaning him off this year. He has been on the D, the G-tube, which is a gastronomy tube, for those who don't know, that helps him grow because he has so much sickness with chronic kidney disease that he needed a G-tube. And so we are working with OTPT and speech to wean him off the G-tube and that he can eat by mouth and that will make his life a lot easier and it will help us as medical parents tremendously with three under six. Now all we have to do is worry about giving Jill his medicine daily versus hooking him up to a feeding tube four times a day. And there once was a time in my life and I will say this in closing to encourage all those who are listening, where Jaleel was dependent on that G2 24-7. There was no hey, there there was no breaks. I mean, he was hooked up to that G2 from night to day. And I used to be so discouraged, like, how would my son be able to play? How would my son would be able to explore the world if he's hooked up to a machine all day and all night? But with time, Jaleel was able to contribute to learning how to tolerate bolus fees where, where, where you change the, the rate and the, the speed of how long your child would be fed. And so Jaleel transitioned. It took some time, about a year, but he, he transitioned well with bolus feeds. And that made all the difference in our day because we was able to feed him multiple times throughout the day versus all 24-7. And so it made a difference, especially with him being connected to the G-tube as well as the dialysis machine. And so I'm just thankful because I have to look at that moment and say, you know, I didn't think my son was going to ever get off this 24-hour continuous feed, but he did. It took time, but he did. I didn't think my son was going to ever walk or crawl, but he did. Now he's running to school every day. And so i am got to say that even in a new diagnosis, you got to go back and see all the victories that your child has won. And that will help your spirits not to become so low. If this helped you today, please, please, please rate, review this podcast, medicalmomsandnicky.com. 
is our platform and you can check us out. We have resources. We have many things on that platform. You can join our Medical Mom Muni on Facebook where you can share your Nikki story as well as Medical Mom Tips because it's not me that's doing everything. I don't want to because I don't know all the medical diagnoses out there for children. But I do want us to share what we do know because this is our community. So I invite you to join Medical Moms of NICU on the on Facebook page as well as check out our resources on medicalmomsofnicu.com and to continue to be a subscriber on our podcast because like I said, God is working with me. There's so many things going on behind the scenes, but I know that if I stay with this platform and I created this platform four years ago, that God will continue to increase it. And he has in many ways. We now have our first children's book, TKO CKD, my fight to live round one in honor of my son's fight to live Jaleel. You can purchase that on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com if you choose. And it's just a great story to give hope in a hopeless situation. So I know that message is universal as we all need hope in this world. So thank you so much for listening. I'm Tanisha and continue to take care of yourself. And remember, you are more than capable of handling your child's medical complex care. Take care.